I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Michelle Roig, Senior Vice President and Head of Business Line Payments and Access at Fingerprints. And we're talking about the research that they have published, which shows an increasing appetite for biometric payment cards amongst French consumers. So let's start with the basics. What is a biometric card? What data does it contain? How do they work in practice? Well, it is a little bit what it sounds like. So it's it's a card, in this case, uh, primarily a payment card. There are, of course, also use cases for access. But if we focus on the payment card, it is a traditional payment card where we have, through many years of research and development, been able to add a fingerprint sensor on the card itself. So think about what you do today on a mobile phone. You have a sensor on the back or on the front that you touch to unlock and get into the card. Similar technology now in a card form factor. It means obviously that we've had to optimize technology because a card is very thin. So we've been able to put a sensor in there. We've been able to add software algorithms to do the uh, uh, comparison that we do. And all of this is done on the card. Every data about biometrics is stored and maintained on the card. It never leaves the card. And what you basically do is you have an enrollment process when you get your card where you touch the sensor a few times, as you do in your mobile phone, to make sure that you translate your fingerprint image to a digital format. We call it template. It's zeros and ones, a coded rendition of your fingerprint image. That is then stored on the banking chip itself, so the the typical chip that you have on a payment card. And that's the enrollment process, and then you're on. Uh, Then when you start using your card, you go to the shop, you're going to pay, you put your finger on the sensor, and it authenticates that you are you, and it actually also authenticates the transaction and does the matching on the banking chips and then authorizes the payment to go through. If you're not the rightful owner, it will reject the payment transaction. Simplistically, the card, the look and the feel of the card is exactly the same to the credit cards, the debit cards that I've already got in in my leather wallet or my Absolutely. Purse. With one difference, you would see a, a small black dot on the card, which is the sensor itself. Otherwise, it's the same. Now, what I find interesting about this, particularly looking at the French marketplace, you did an earlier survey in 2020, which said that consumers had a card-first approach with smartphones and wallets way behind. I find that interesting because the technology you're describing, why do I need a card? I could do it on a smartphone or I could do it on a mobile wallet. What is it about the French market that makes it card-first? Well, I think it's actually not just the French market, but let's let's focus on that. And yeah, it's a it's a good question. And actually, we see both devices to be complementary to each other. And and we will see wearables and rings and any type of form factors coming. I think the card form factor is just such an established means of payment and form factor. It's been around, as you know, for many many decades. People trust it. It's issued by your bank. It's Banks are typically an entity institution that people trust. So I think it's a very natural thing for people to use. And I think they want to use it in combination with mobile. Some people prefer to use mobile, but we still see that the penetration of mobile payment is still very, very low. And and what we see is, of course, digital payments method rising and taking over cash. But the card is still a very trusted and... and, uh, easy and convenient payment method. And the main difference is that it's still universal, right? The card you can use both 
in a contactless mode, but also in a, in a deep mode, meaning contact mode. Uh, you still, in some parts of the world, far away, you still actually use MagStripe or the uh, embossment of the card. So it's a form factor that has been along and that is guaranteed to work anywhere in the world. It's a universal method. And I guess that's why people trust it. And I suppose it, it is a halfway, if I can put it this way, it's a halfway house between the mobile wallet, between the, the, the smartphone at one end and using cash at the other. Exactly. And think about it. I mean, the, the wallet and your smartphone still has a card in the background, right? So today people still have their cards. So I think it's it's a choice. It's a preference. Do I Do I pay with card today or do I pay with mobile or do I pay with cash? And hopefully less and less cash, right? We want to avoid touching dirty money and, and so on. And, and the whole cashless society is obviously on the rise. So I think it's a preference. When do I want to use what? And and But the card is still there, right? It's used to be loaded into the wallet. So people have it. And I think there's one thing that perhaps leaps out to me. We talked about contactless. You mentioned contactless briefly as, as a mode of payment. That's obviously increased partly because of the pandemic, but it is going to continue to increase. But this is a a security feature on the card that gives aid and comfort to contactless spending because I'm still validating the biometric on the card when I'm using contactless. And if somebody's stolen my card, they're not going to be able to do that. Exactly. So think about it. I mean, if you look at Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, all of the mobile solutions, which is a contactless predominantly in-store, it's for contactless, right? right? Uh, they are already using biometrics to validate. So this is a natural evolution of bringing biometrics to also the card form factor. And as you said, it's contactless is on the rise. That's where the use case makes most sense. People don't want to touch the pin pads anymore because of the pandemic. And, and this is another layer of security that makes the convenience journey not only for small transactions, but for any transactions. So now you will validate the contactless spend basically for any value, and you can just blip and go and, and feel safe. Well, it's not just feeling safe from the, the pandemic. It's actually feeling safe about the transaction. Because if I lose a contactless card now, somebody can take that contactless card and just wave it and spend my money. Exactly. And as you have seen, Many countries have increased the contactless transaction cap due to the pandemic to, to avoid people touching. But that brings additional concern from consumers because before they were like, okay, it was 20 or 30 euro. And there was a max uh, because of PSD2, there was a max of five times before PIN. So at worst case, you would lose 100 pounds, basically. Now with the transaction cap being increased, consumers are more and more worried because I'm putting more and more money at risk if I lose it or somebody steals it and so on. And the biometric black dot stops that from happening because they're not going to be me. Exactly. Exactly. So what's take up like? How fast are you going to be able to make a difference in the marketplace? So this is the, the million dollar question, of course. Uh, we try to look at history to understand how technology has been deployed. And obviously, we have the whole journey of the card uh, technology evolution from a piece of plastic with embossment to magstripe to chip and pin to contactless. All those journeys required infrastructure change. From embossment, you had your sort of um, scratch machine. Then you had the magstripe where you had a reader. For chip and pin, you had to put the, a dip inside. For contactless, you had to add the NFC. 
the beauty of adding biometrics is that there's no change in infrastructure. We're just adding to what's already there. So because of that, we believe that the uptake should be quicker than contactless. That's our reference. Contactless took around eight years to reach a billion shipments per year of contactless cards. We are really targeting that this should be shorter. So we're aiming at five years, five to six years. What we're seeing now is obviously, as always, you start with proof of concept, you start with pilots to show that it works. You then build out the ecosystem around it. MasterCard and Visa have launched specifications on how to test the biometric part as part of the certifications that they they do. And that's that's there and happening. And we've seen initial launches. We're up to five launches now, and we will see more to come. So I think we are just at the really start of, of true commercialization. And we do see that the next couple of years brings a lot of more widespread adoption of the technology. So we are very positive on the outlook. Final thought, this is something that just requires the, as you mentioned, the addition of the biometric system to the card. It's not something that requires new point of sale terminals. It's not something that requires a change to what people are already doing. Exactly. I want to be fully transparent. Obviously, adding a sensor increases the cost of the card, but that's something that the ecosystem have been working on for a few years and will continue to work with. The same was when we added contactless to the card, we had to add the antenna and a little bit more complexity in the chip. So any new technology brings certain costs to it, but over time that cost comes down and becomes mainstream. So that's something the ecosystem is working on. So, I mean, that's that's what we're pushing, but also we also see the appetite for this technology where people are saying in the service that they are willing to pay more for this feature on the card. So I think that can offset the cost as well. So we're very positive that that this will have the same journey as any other technology advancements on the card that, that's happened in the history. Michelle Roig, Senior Vice President, Head of Business Line Payments and Access at Fingerprints, thank you very much.